Welcome back to another edition of the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes. Hoynesy, the Guardians made some moves over the weekend, and uh, a familiar face has rejoined the organization. Uh, they've reached out to Carlos Carrasco and signed him to a minor league deal uh, with an invite to Major League Spring Training. Uh, this is the uh, number four all-time leader uh, in strikeouts in franchise history, uh, back with the ball club. Of course, he was uh, traded away in uh, in 2021, uh, January of 2021, along with Francisco Lindor uh, in a deal that brought Andres Jimenez, Ahmed Rosario, and a pair of minor leaguers uh, back to the Guardians. Uh, he, he had... Uh, uh, an, an interesting run uh, with the Mets uh, over the last, uh, you know, four seasons, but, uh, you know, it was not necessarily uh, always the most effective. He was injured uh, pretty often and uh, ineffective at, at times, uh, but now he comes back to an organization that, that really does feel like home for him, uh, and and they, the Guardians are, have a need for him. They, they have a need for uh, depth in their starting rotation uh, this year. And, and there are a lot of question marks with the young starters and uh, guys like Tristan McKenzie and Shane Bieber who are coming back off of injury. Uh, so what do you think about this move to bring Carlos Carrasco back? And does Carlos Carrasco have a chance, uh, A, to make the starting uh, rotation uh, in out of spring training? Or, or would, would he be a guy who can uh, can come on at some point later on in the season and, and give them uh, valuable innings? Yeah, Joe, I love the move. I think in a quiet off season where they've the Guardians have done little, if anything else, to improve the team. Uh, you know, this is uh, this is a good move. I mean, it it you know he's a Carlos has always been a popular guy in Cleveland. The fans love him. You know, we're talking about a Roberto Clemente winner, a cancer survivor that really kind of inspired this ball club. So, you know, all that is good. And uh, it kind of, in the, in the back of my mind, it really doesn't surprise me. Uh, in New York, when last year, when the Guardians played the Mets, you know, we had talked to Carlos. We were talking, we had long, we had talked to Carlos and he had, he had mentioned that he would love to come back to Cleveland and retire as a Guardian. Now, I don't know if he's going to, if this is part of that plan or he still intends to pitch. I would think, uh, you know, this, you know, that just based on what he's done the last couple of years with the Mets, he'll pitch at 37. I would think he'll be able to help this rotation. And like you said, they can use it. Yeah. Um, over the last, uh, what, um, four years uh, pitching with the Mets, uh, you, you look at him and, and his, at least his, his numbers, uh, you know, one in five in, uh, in 2021. Uh, with a um, you know over 12 starts uh, in 2022 he was 15 and seven uh, in, in 29 starts and in 2023 three and eight uh, over 20 starts and and there were uh, injury concerns you know and and, and time away uh, you know throughout all of that but you, you know you're talking about a guy who when when he's healthy and and when he's you know, feeling good. I, I guess he's a, a good middle of the rotation kind of arm that, that can give you innings. Uh, although now at, at age 37, you, you're thinking he's probably only going to be about a, a five, six inning pitcher. Yeah. And, you know, he's pitched out of the bullpen before. 
uh, you know, earlier in his career in Cleveland. Uh, so, I mean, he could be a swing guy. Uh, I'm, I'm just curious to, to see, Joe, if he doesn't make the rotation, if he doesn't make, you know, the 12-man pitching staff, would, would he agree to go to uh, Columbus and, uh, you know, work there and until, you know, uh, an opportunity presented itself. You know, I would think if that's probably part of the negotiations, you know, that, that went on between, you know, Carlos's agent and, and, and the guardians and, and Joe make no mistake. They, they need some help. They need some depth in that rotation. You know, when you look back, you know, starting and you probably at the m- middle of last season, they've lost uh, starters, quant- Cal Quantrill's, Aaron Savali, Peyton Battenfield, Noah Syndergaard, uh, Lucas Giolito, uh, Giolito, and uh, Zach Plesek have all left, and those guys account. Those guys, you know, have made 55 starts. So you're taking 55 starts out of that rotation, and they've got to find a way to, uh, you know, make up for that. Yeah, and and he's proven in the past that he can be a, a guy that that can get out there and eat innings for you. Uh, 3.77 ERA and a, um, what, a 3.42 uh, fielding and independent pitching uh, over uh, 1,200 and a third, or, you know, 1,242 and a third innings uh, in his, his Cleveland career alone. Uh, so, you know, it, it, the, the track record is there. He, he, he was, uh, you know, a Cy Young candidate uh, in 2015 and, and in 2017. Uh, and, and in, in 2021, he, he had a pretty solid year over just 12, uh, or I'm sorry, in 2020, he had a pretty solid year, uh, in just 20 star or 12 starts during the, the COVID season there. Uh, and, and that's why, you know, he, he was sort of valued in that, uh, Francisco Lindor trade. Uh, yes, he, a healthy Carlos Carrasco can come back and, and make a difference on this club, uh, both on the field and in terms of just, uh, you know, throwing innings. Uh, in the clubhouse, in terms of being a leader there, uh, what makes him effective when he's going well on the mound? It's if you look at his repertoire, it's the it's the split change and it's uh, in its ability to to command the strike zone. Yeah, you know he he still has enough fastball to get, to strike people out. Um, he's you know split change. He's got a bunch of pitches. You know he's he's uh, you know experienced. You know, he's been to the playoffs. He's, you know, he's, he's been to just about through every situation you can be in. Um, you know, so that, that has got to help. That veteran presence has, has to help, uh, this rotation if, if he's healthy enough to make it. And, and Joe, you, you know, just go down the list of, uh, the current starters on, on this club. You know, uh, Bieber made 21 starts, only pitched 120, 28 innings. McKenzie made four starts, only pitched 16 innings. Bybee, you know, 25 starts. Gavin Williams, 16 starts. Logan Allen, 24 starts. But all those guys are rookies, and and uh, Bybee topped them with 142 innings. Now you go down to Curry, uh, 19 starts, 95 innings. Uh, Gattis, seven starts, 42 innings. So, you know, they are looking to, uh, you know, fill – they have to protect this rotation, especially the young guys. And that's why, you know, a guy like Carrasco is here. Or they've, they've added Ben Lively, who made 12 starts for the Reds last year. A guy like Jamie uh, Barrera or Jaime Barrera, for, uh, who uh, made uh, six starts out of 34 appearances for the Angels. And Adam Oliver, who made, you know, 21 starts in AAA for the, for the A's in Seattle. So they're, they're adding some depth to this 
to uh, you know th- their uh, their rotation, and I think uh, a healthy Carrasco would definitely be part of that. Yeah, and he's certainly uh, of those names that you mentioned. He's the one that's most endeared to the uh, the fan base and, and most recognizable, I think, throughout uh, not just Cleveland but through all of baseball. And and, and people will will sort of be pulling for that feel good story. Uh, so it, it's more than just a feel good story. I mean, this is a guy who has a connection. Uh, to this club, you go back to that 19 season, uh, that that 2019 season when you know it, it, it wasn't uh, you know a, a sort of a the, the fairy tale uh, season that you, you think of it. It was more of a nightmare if you're, you're Carlos Carrasco. I mean, you pitch into May and you're uh, you, you're not feeling great, so you go to the doctor and you come back with a uh, a, a cancer diagnosis, and so for the next three months, you know you're you're worried more about your your health. Uh, and, and, you know, whether you're going to live past the end of this season, much less come back and, and pitch. And, and that's exactly what he did. He made it back to the Major League Mound uh, by September uh, after undergoing treatment for his leukemia. And, uh, you know, you were there in Tampa Bay when, when he took the mound uh, and, and, and pitched for the first time. You know, what was that like? What was the, the feeling around the club and around Carlos when, uh, when he finally did make it back to the big leagues? Uh, after a three-month absence with the uh, leukemia diagnosis. Yeah, I remember talking to him the uh, day before he made that pitch, uh, Joe, at, at Tropicana Field. And he said as soon as he heard the diagnosis, which stemmed uh, from a, uh, blood, a blood test he had in spring training, that, uh, you know, he, he talked, him and his wife had a long talk, and she said, you're too strong for this. You're, you're gonna, you're gonna beat this. You're gonna, you're gonna come back. And, and he, and he took that, you know, he took that as an inspiration to, uh, continue working, you know, and continue to, to pitch and to continue to train while, you know, getting treatment for, uh, for uh, his his diagnosis of leukemia, and then when he came back in September uh, at Tropicana Field against the Rays, he came out of the bullpen. You know, both teams came out of their dugouts and uh, gave him a standing ovation as he was warming up. Uh, all his family. He's from the Tampa Bay area. He lives in the Tampa Bay area. And they were, you know, they were in the stands. It was really emotional. It was one of those things, Joe, that you never forget. It was, it was really cool because, you know, the whole, uh, that everybody on, in the, in the ballpark and on the field were pulling for him, even, even the opposition. So you don't forget things like that. No. And, and you don't forget the, uh, the moment that he had at the all-star game earlier that year. When all of his uh, his teammates, he had what you know five six guardian. Uh, I'm sorry, Cleveland players uh, at the All Star game plus Terry Francona. Uh, they have that uh, stand up to cancer moment at at some point in the middle of the All Star game every year. Uh, and and that year it was Carlos Carrasco in a jersey uh, joining on his his teammates on the field uh, for that moment. It was it, it was powerful. You know, it was uh, a lot to sort of take in at at that All Star game. Uh, and it just showed how much, uh, you know, the guys on that roster really cared about him and, and really wanted him to, uh, to, to know that they were pulling for him, uh, just to, just to see him out there. It was, it was a big deal to, to talk to Tito and, and Francisco Lindor and Carlos Santana and his other teammates that, um, you know, it's, it, it was, like you said, a, a, an emotional moment. 
uh, he coming back to this organization, uh, this this club's not going to look the same as when he left. Obviously, uh, there'll be familiar faces behind him. I mean, I mean, obviously, uh, Jose Ramirez is pretty much the uh, the only guy who's who's still around uh, besides Shane Bieber uh, in, in in the organization that he, he sort of recognizes. But uh, you know, Austin Hedges I think was there in in 2020 at the end uh, of the season. Uh, Josh Naylor uh, was around, you know, probably didn't know him very well. Uh, what's it going to be like for Carlos to sort of assimilate back into the uh, the culture there in the clubhouse? I think he'll he'll have no problem, Joe. He is he is a warm, open guy. He is, you know, he's an arms open type individual. He's always smiling, always joking around. Uh, I think, you know, I think he'll fit in. He'll be a great addition. And, uh, you know, Carl Willis is still here, the pitching coach, and that's a big plus. He knows Carlos inside and out. Uh, I think he'll, it'll be seamless, a seamless transition. But the, uh, the managing position will be uh, a little different. Uh, uh, Stephen Vogt now has uh, a sort of a, another veteran mouthpiece in the, uh, in the clubhouse there. Uh, how do you think uh, Vogt will handle uh, Carrasco and, uh, you know, what to do with him? Uh, making uh, making those kinds of decisions in terms of you know the the need for him and where to use him and when. Yeah, Joe. I mean that that's what we have to find out. Is this is Carlos coming back just to retire or you know what what are the Guardians' plans for him? Do they think he can help them? I I would think you know just you know from the outside looking in they they believe he can help them. He can help them this year in some f- shape or form. Um, you know, obviously, you know, he has a track record as a starter. So I would think they're they're hopeful that, you know, he he will be able to contribute to them, to help them. They certainly need, you know, a, a veteran presence that can, you know, make some starts and eat some innings. Uh, the question to me, Joe, is would he, would he, if he doesn't make the club coming out of spring training, would he go to Columbus and uh, wait for an opportunity? You know, usually veteran guys are kind of opposed to that, but I think Carlos has such a connection with the Cleveland area that that might, you know, smooth the transition to that, to that kind of move. Yeah, and that might be part of the plan, actually, even if you think about it, because you could probably stow him uh, at Columbus and slowly bring him along in the in the beginning of the season, maybe not ask too much of him, uh, you know, in the early parts of, you know, April and, and, and May. And then, you know, if there's a, an opportunity for a spot start, a need there, or, you know, somebody stubs their toe or there's an injury or somebody's not as effective in the first uh, two months, maybe one of the, the younger pitchers. Um, you know, maybe there's that's where his opportunity presents itself. It, it's not a matter of if there will be innings that are needed to be filled. It's it's a matter of when. So you sort of sell Carrasco on that if you're saying, hey, uh, we'd like you to go to Columbus to, to open the season. Uh, but, you know, the, the, the your time there will be brief, I'm sure. So, uh, yeah. And, and if he comes up uh, and, and he gives them, uh, you know, a couple of great starts and, and then, you know, goes in the tank for the end of the year, then at some point you, you give him an opportunity to tip his cap uh, to the to the fans and, and uh, you know, you, you still have your feel-good story. Uh, if not, he's, he's uh, if he makes the roster, he's earning, what, a, a base salary of $2 million, and, and then you got yourself a bargain. You've got a, a guy who can fill some innings if he's if he's effective for, for $2 bucks. I think uh, it's probably a win-win for both sides. 
Yeah, uh, definitely, Joe. And, you know, I was looking at some stats uh, in 2022, when uh, Cleveland won the division, their rotation pitched 907 innings, second most in the American League. This past season, when they finished third, they they finished sixth in the American League with 857 and a third innings. So they need some innings, Joe. They 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 need some arms to kind of t- take a step forward and 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 uh, produce some innings and you know get deeper into games and uh, you know take the, the pressure off this bullpen and uh, you know I think that's one of the reasons Carlos is probably here. Yeah, the innings uh the innings are the key here I think for from the uh from the baseball side of things for the for the Guardians. Um how do you, I just how do you picture how do you in your mind uh you know going back to that 2016 season if Ian Kinsler doesn't hit Carlos Carrasco <laughs> in the hand with a line drive up the middle and and, and make no mistake about it Carlos Carrasco has made a career out of getting uh hit or scared by line drives back up the middle uh hit at him it's almost like he's a magnet on that mound uh we I've I've written that uh I, I've tweeted it and I've written posts about Carlos Carrasco exiting games because he got struck by a line drive or a comebacker, uh, probably more times than I care to uh, over the last 10 years. Uh, if Ian Kinsler's line drive doesn't break Carlos Carrasco's wrist, uh, does Cleveland have a World Series in, in, in its possession uh, at, at right now at this moment if that if that play doesn't happen? I think for sure, Joe. If 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 Danny Salazar's elbow doesn't blow out, if if Carrasco doesn't you know doesn't get hit by the line drive and break his wrist, if if Trevor Bauer doesn't get attacked by one of his drones, you know they they beat the Cubs in less than seven games, and uh, they're the, they're a World Series champion, and the whole the whole uh, kind of. Uh, you know the whole outlook of this this franchise changes. They get the monkey off their back. The whole thing, you, you know, everybody takes a sigh of relief. And uh, you know, maybe maybe we're just not treading water, you know, from year to year. So you know, the, yeah, yeah, I think uh, that was a uh, a franchise turning moment. You know, either any of those moments because that was a good team, Joe, and yeah. they came out of nowhere. And, you know, Francona managed his rear end off and still got him to game seven with basically a two man rotation. Yeah, that was uh, magical, uh, that that run. And, and I think out of all those moments, if you throw in there, Jason Kipnis, uh, his foul ball being a, a foot to the left instead of to the right. Uh, I, I think you're, you're talking about a completely different outcome. Uh, his, it, that, uh, you know, for that, um, for that run there in, in 2016, that, uh, that cookie was sort of seeing and, and following from the sidelines. Uh, I remember seeing him in the tunnel underneath, uh, the, the ballpark, uh, with the, with the cast on and just, you know, your, your heart kind of sank for him because this team was on such a great run and he wasn't able to be, uh, be part of it at that time. But, uh, you know, maybe, maybe there's something here and, and he gets a, an opportunity to step in and, uh, you know, uh, relive uh, some of that glory with this uh, this young, exciting club that the uh, the Guardians are going to be able to put out there. Uh, you know, and, and uh, if you want to follow along, if you want to get updates on Carlos Carrasco and uh, where he fits into this whole picture with the Guardians, uh, join our subtext. It's uh, cleveland.com slash subtext uh, subscription texting service. Uh, or send a text message to 216-208-4346. Uh, it's $3.99 a month, and you get updates from uh, Hoinsey and from me 
uh, all throughout the season and the preseason and everything else. Uh, we would love to hear from you there. Uh, Paul, uh, the, you know, we're getting closer. We're a couple weeks away from pitchers and catchers reporting. I'm sure there's plenty of guys already out there in, uh, in Goodyear, uh, ready to, to welcome Carlos when he does arrive. Uh, it should be a lot of fun to, to, to sort of report on, you know, what, uh, what's going on out there with, uh, with Cookie and with the other starters and, and where this whole puzzle sort of fits together, uh, later on, uh, this month. Yeah, Joe, and it is a puzzle that, especially the rotation, you know, okay, you know, in, in a perfect world, you've got a uh, Bieber and uh, McKenzie come all the way back. They're healthy. You know, they go through spring training without a hiccup. Uh, you got the three young guys, uh, Bybee, uh, Williams, and Allen. You know, they they pick up right where they left off last year. Uh, but we all know baseball is in a perfect world. So, you know, that that's why uh, they play the games. That's why they have spring training. And that's why uh, we report on them every day. And that's why you'll hear all about it here on the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. Hoinsie, we'll check in with you again later on this week. We'll talk to you then. All right, Joe.